Welcome to the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Today is Friday, January 27th, and on this day in 1756, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart was born. I'm Dan Ratcliffe, and here are your top stories presented by Mall of Georgia Dodge Jeep Chrysler. Country music star Zach Bryan will perform in Gwinnett this summer. We get our sports update presented by Tom Wage's Funeral Home. The North Atlanta Home Show returns to the Gas South Convention Center this weekend. Plus, Gas South District CEO Stan Hall joins us to talk about the upcoming Gas South District Speaker Series. We'll have all this and more coming up on the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. We sat down with Lauren Livesay and Colin Cappy, second-generation employees at Mall of Georgia Chrysler Dodge Jeep, to talk about their great customers both here in Gwinnett and across the country. Well, one of my neighbors bought all his cars from us, and uh, when I see him in the morning, I give him a good wave, and I'm very thankful for that. And he continues to uh, want to purchase vehicles from us because of the good experiences he's had. We have people from out of state that will come back that have been buying cars from us for years that'll drive on in or fly on in, trade in their car, get a new one and leave. And we have some that are uh, just loyal customers that have been with us for 28, 29 years. Um, but then we have the ones, uh, we, we have a very big online presence. We've been getting uh, a lot of product and we've been shipping them out all over the United States. Mall of Georgia Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Go see them on the lot at 4345 Buford Drive in Buford or go online and find them at malloftgeorgachryslerdodgejeep.com. I'm posing myself again, something in the orange tells me you're never coming home. If you leave today, I'll just stare right the way the orange touches all things around. Rising country superstar Zach Bryan is bringing his Burn, Burn, Burn North American tour to Gwinnett County in May. The singer, who has hits with From Austin, Heading South, and Something in the Orange, is coming to Gas South Arena on May 15th. Fans can register for the chance to purchase tickets via Fair AXS at axs.com slash Zach Bryan. After the Fair AXS registration period concludes January 29th at 10 p.m., AXS will work to ensure any suspicious, fraudulent, and or duplicated registrations are removed. Fans who are randomly selected to purchase tickets will be notified via email starting on February 13th with all the pertinent information for them to complete their purchase. Tickets will be sold on a first-come, first-served basis, and an invitation email for the chance to purchase tickets does not guarantee tickets will be available. There can be little argument that the COVID pandemic over the last few years forced a lot of folks to become more acquainted with their own homes where they found themselves spending more and more time. It's for that reason that the home renovation and design industry stayed healthy while many other businesses struggled. With that in mind and with spring right around the corner, could there be a better time for the 25th annual North Atlanta Home Show? Set for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Gas South Convention Center in Duluth, the North Atlanta Home Show will bring more than 160 exhibitors to the area for a comprehensive collection of products, services, displays, and experts that covers just about everything related to home improvement. 
Last year's home show attracted some 7,000 visitors, and officials say they can see even more attendees this time around. Officials with Marketplace Events, North America's largest presenter of home, garden, holiday, and bridal shows, say that just about every show produced thus far this year, including Oklahoma City, Dallas, Washington, Kansas City, Austin, Salt Lake City, and several Canadian cities, have seen an uptick in visitors. Swanee resident and Southern Company Gas, NICOR Gas Director of Corporate Safety, Brian Thomas, was the recent recipient of the Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Alpha Upsilon Lambda Chapter's Martin Luther King Jr. Legacy Award for Governmental and Military Service. Thomas began his military service in 1988 as a member of the Alabama National Guard while attending Alabama A&M University, where he earned a degree in business administration. During his military career, he served in many roles, including safety and occupational health officer, AMED recruiter, medical battalion administrative officer, S-1 deputy military personnel officer, and recruiting commander. In 2009, Brian deployed to Afghanistan with the 135th Sustainment Command as the Human Resources Operations Branch OIC. He retired from the Alabama Army National Guard Active Guard Reserve Program as a major after 26 years of service. In August of 2014, Thomas joined Southern Company as a senior safety and health specialist with the Georgia Power Company. He began with Southern Company Gas in 2017 as the senior safety compliance specialist and was later promoted to safety manager. Currently, he's the director of corporate safety for NICOR Gas in Napierville, Illinois. In this role, he's responsible for providing strategic leadership and directing programs to ensure compliance in the areas of occupational safety, motor vehicle safety, process safety, and industrial hygiene. Thomas currently resides between Swanee and Plainfield, Illinois, with his wife of 26 years, Sherlinda Nelson Thomas. And now here are five events to get you out there this weekend. Hello, Gwinnett listeners. It is the last weekend in January. Here are five events to get you out there this weekend in Gwinnett. For additional events, please visit the Gwinnett Daily Post community calendar. First off, you have the North Atlanta Home Show at the Gas South Convention. There will be over 100 exhibitors and vendors on the floor touting everything from outdoor features like patios and hot tubs to outdoor remodeling, home cleaning, basement waterproofing, to heating and air conditioning. For more information, head over to NorthAtlantaHomeShow.com. And all you stamp lovers, there's the Southeastern Stamp Expo. Friday and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Hilton Atlanta Northeast in Peachtree Corners. This expo features exhibits of rare stamps, a 22 dealer bars, educational seminars, and youth activities providing free stamps for children. For more information, head over to SEFSC.com. Saturday night at 8, Mixtape has its 80s hits prepped and ready to go at the Eagle Theater in Sugar Hill. Forged in the neon of the most decadent of decades, Mixtape is the ultimate 80s tribute band experience. This Las Vegas-styled show touches all the senses with video, lights, neon, costumes, props, and more. Doors open at 7, show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are 38 in advance and 48 on the day of the show. For more information, head over to mixtapeatl.com. 
Tonight and tomorrow night at the Lawrenceville Arts Center, Aurora Comedy Nights presents Joel Byers, an award-winning comedian, podcaster, and trophy husband. His unique, clean comedy style has helped him win both the Kenan Thompson Comedy Contest and the Search for the One competition. For more information, head over to auroratheater.com. Tonight from 6 to 9 at the Gwinnett Environmental and Heritage Center in Beaufort, drop in and discover Museum After Dark and spend some time in an immersive experience as you explore exhibits, artifacts, and science specimens with crafts, games, and more. All ages are welcome. Tickets are $6 to $11. For more information, head over to GwinnettCounty.com. Hopefully some of these events piqued your interest and maybe I'll see you out there this weekend. Have a fun and safe weekend, Gwinnett County. Lawrenceville-based Because One Matters seeks to provide hope, dignity, empowerment, mentorship, and economic opportunity to young people from disadvantaged communities. Because One Matters fulfills its missions in a host of ways, including celebrating the birthdays and graduations of its clients, a home for the holidays program, foster care emergency supply bags, college internships and scholarships, school supplies, and mentorship programs for middle and high school students. One of the agency's main initiatives is its Wrapped in Love Clothing Closet, which provides foster, kinship, adoptive, and underrepresented families in Gwinnett and Walton counties the opportunity to obtain new and gently used clothing items, toiletries, and everyday essentials. Wrapped in Love also gives duffel bags with essential items to children entering foster care for the first time. According to the Because One Matters website, Wrapped in Love has found a permanent home at 480 North Perry Street, Suite H in Lawrenceville, and representatives from Because One Matters, Wrapped in Love, and the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce will host a ribbon-cutting ceremony at 11.30 a.m. on February 7th. It's almost Valentine's Day, and love is in the air. Hi, I'm Peggy Slappy with Peggy Slappy Properties. My team and I have been playing matchmaker for 40 years in Gwinnett County. We've been matching home sellers and home buyers to make their dreams come true. We can make yours come true as well. Give us a call at 770-271-5555 or find us online at psponline.com. Whether buying, selling, financing, relocating, investing, or any other number of services, our team of dedicated, experienced professionals are here to serve you. Choose the best. The Gas South Speaker Series, a conversation on crime presented by Northside Hospital, will be held at the Gas South Convention Center on February 2nd. Moderated by Courtney Bryant, co-anchor of Fox 5 News, the event will be a Q&A on a local, state, and federal level on reasons and remedies to crime in the community. The panel of guests will include Special Agent in Charge Carrie Farley of the FBI Atlanta office, GBI Director Michael Register, Gwinnett County Police Chief J.D. McClure, Gwinnett County Chief Superior Court Judge George F. Hutchison III, and Gwinnett County Sheriff Kibo Taylor. Tickets are available at GasSouthDistrict.com or by calling 770-626-2464. The Gas South Speaker Series, a conversation on crime presented by Northside Hospital, February 2nd at the Gas South Convention Center. 
Why talk to Tom M. Wages Funeral Home Service today? You remove the financial and emotional stress from your loved ones. On the worst day of their lives, your family doesn't need to add financial stress to the pain of loss. You protect them. A pre-funded, pre-arranged funeral allows your family to grieve and mourn without the worry of how to pay. Plus, the peace of mind you have knowing everything is taken care of is priceless. Don't leave the worry and stress to your loved ones. Take care of your funeral prearrangements now. Let the family service professionals at Tom M. Wages in Snellville or Lawrenceville help you. Call Tom M. Wages today at 770-978-3200 or email jim at wagesfuneralhome.com. Tom M. Wages, the most respected and requested funeral home in Gwinnett County. The Gwinnett Daily Post is giving away a family four-pack of tickets to the Fernbank Museum. Call 404-997-8655 and leave a voicemail for your chance to win four tickets. And now GDP Sports Editor Will Hammock joins us for our Gwinnett Sports Update presented by Tom Wages Funeral Home. And we're here with Will Hammock, the editor of the Gwinnett Daily Post Sports section, to get our Gwinnett Sports Update presented by Tom Wages Funeral Home. And Will, we'll start off, we, I know it's winter, I know it's the, the off-season for football, but we have more coaching changes to address. Yeah, maybe, maybe the craziest off-season I've seen in a while in terms of head coaching changes. Uh, Eric Godfrey uh, resigned this week from Parkview, so Parkview will be in the market for a new, new football coach. Uh, Eric's uh, been there for nine years. It's his alma mater. I know the place means a lot to him. He, he went 70 and 37 over there. I uh, made the final four once. I had three other quarterfinal teams. Uh, he had the, the task of replacing Cecil, Cecil Flo, who was a legendary coach over there, and uh, did a really nice job of building the program back up. Uh, and uh, he knows the success part he's had over there. Eric was an assistant for the 2000 to 2002 state championship teams that set a state record for wins in a row. And, uh, so coming back, coming back to Parkview, I know that place meant a lot too. It was probably tough to leave. Uh, it's a good time for him and his family. I think he has a son that's about to start high school, so uh, he is uh, he's going to be coaching at another Gwinnett High School as head coach. But it's uh, it's not able to be uh, public knowledge yet. Uh, they tell me February seventh is, uh, is when it's going to come out. So we'll uh, keep keep an eye on that for where he's going to be going. He's still going to be a head coach, and he's still going to be in Gwinnett here. Yeah, so that that will be interesting to kind of keep an eye on it, and good to know that he is gonna still be you know being a head coach it definitely always tough to leave the alma mater but i'm sure he's excited for the opportunities ahead um, a couple of other places have named new football coaches for the upcoming season yeah and one, another former Gwinnett head coach filled one of those jobs uh reggie stanzel uh he was a peachtree ridge uh did some nice things over at peachtree ridge uh he spent last season as an assistant uh over at mckeechern he's been hired as the new head coach at decula I think he'll do an excellent job over there. He's uh, he's already good friends with Steve Sims, one of the key offensive coaches over there at Decula, and uh, he's a good dude. Reggie will do a great job. He, he had a tough go at Peachtree Ridge. Didn't have a ton of talent to work with. I don't think that's going to be a problem at Decula. I think there's some good young talent over there, and I look forward to seeing uh, Reggie do some great things there. Uh, one of the more uh, interesting openings, the Grayson job, got filled by Santavius Bryant. Uh, good as a young coach, really, really young coach, 28 years old, and uh, taking over one of the marquee programs in the state. He uh, he played at Wheeler over in Cobb County, but he's a guy that's uh, risen through the coaching ranks pretty fast. He got to start at Wheeler. Uh, he was a DB's coach at Grayson for three years uh, when they won their last state title as part of that run. And uh, then he spent this past season up at Gainesville. And, then, of course, Gainesville made the state finals this past year. But he's uh, he was well-liked in the community from his last time there. Uh, a good young guy with a lot of energy, so look forward to seeing what he can do. And then uh, second year has a new coach, Tony Lottie. 
who, uh, who kind of got statewide attention. He was the Atlanta Falcons coach of the year for high schools this year. Uh, engineered a really big turnaround at Appalachia and, uh, of course, had a brain tumor and coached this season in a, in a hockey helmet down on the sidelines to protect his head from the brain tumor. So uh, he's a great motivational guy. Already I can tell he's an awesome guy. He's going to fit that community well. And then uh, three coaches outside of Gwinnett uh, that are of interest, uh, T.J. Anderson, he's a South Gwinnett grad. He got hired as a new coach at Walker. Uh, Brookwood grad Chad Pickett, he's going to be the new head football coach at Forsyth Central. And uh, Lenny Gregory, uh, the former Collins Hill coach, has gone to Gordon Central, uh, where he's going to have to turn around a program that went 0-10 last two years. So that's going to be a big change from Collins Hill. Yeah, I was I was reading a bit and, and watching some YouTube videos about Coach Lottie this week and just an inspiring story. And it was it was it was so cool that there was a there's a video of him giving a pregame speech and he's like you know what like i want to do this i want to coach if i fall out then i fall out you know it's not you know basically assuring his team that look don't don't worry about me let's let's get the focus but amazing that he coached the get coached the season wearing the hockey helmet i mean just just exciting i think that'll be a good hire for Seconder. um all of those guys just sound like it'll be really really interesting to watch how they turn around and, and do this year yeah, I think so. I think all, all those guys were great hires and great fits for the, where they were going. Look forward to see uh, kind of where the remaining pieces fall. Obviously, you got North Gwinnett and Collins Hill are two big ones. Uh, they're still looking for football coaches. And then now Parkview's added to the mix, which is another. It's going to be a great job. I think Parkview's going to get some more key names for that one because Parkview's got uh, loads of talent coming up in their next two classes. Yeah, I can imagine across the state you'll have coaches interested in that park d job we'll pivot the swimming now and last week was the county championships yeah it was uh, a usual two teams were duking it out uh parkview boys kind of interrupted it last year by winning but brookwood girls and the north Gwinnett boys uh repeated us or the brookwood girls repeated their brookwood girls have won i think uh, 20 in the last 24 years and this was their ninth in a row uh, another dominating effort but uh and north Gwinnett keeps closing the mar- margin north Gwinnett. uh a very close meet. I think one meet was 11 points. The other meet was five points the last two years. So North Gwinnett's pushing Brookwood, but Brookwood keeps the hold on the girls' title. Uh, Chloe Brothers was a big part of that. She won the county diving title and uh, set a county record in the process. Uh, Haley Dobson was kind of the girls' swimming star for Brookwood. She won the 100 backstroke and a county record, county meet record time and also won the 100 freestyle. Uh, North Gwinnett boys, uh, they've been a powerhouse the last several years. This was their third title in four years. And uh, Tristan Denbrock is going to swim at Georgia. Uh, he won the 200 freestyle and the 500 freestyle. And then uh, Blake Burnley of North Gwinnett won the uh, 100 butterfly. But lots of county titles over there, lots of great swims. And uh, I think in a week or so, we're going to see uh, some impressive swims at the state meet as well. Not in a row for the Brookwood girls. That's just, I mean, that's that's hard to fathom. I mean, that's over two senior classes that have won four straight titles. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. I think what stands out is it's, uh, it's these kids that have been doing it for so long and the depth of the teams. Uh, Gwinnett County meet is really something that uh, not not just have to have high level swimmers. You have to have uh, a deep, deep, deep team that's scoring points on a lot of different finals, and that Brookwood certainly had that over the last decade. Absolutely, we'll get our last thing for the day. And uh, the Buford wrestling team fell a little bit short in the state duels. Yeah, it was kind of as a matchup everybody wanted to see, but it was kind of a, a disappointing finish there for the Wolves. They uh, they lost by a, a more substantial margin. Uh, I think four pens will do that to you. They were, they kind of uh, didn't compete as well as they wanted to in the duels finals. Uh, we're, we're sure they were going to be able to knock off that Camden powerhouse, but thought they could give them a better shot than they did. It was a, kind of a disappointing effort, but the good news is it's not the not the end of the wrestling season. There's still the traditional state tournament coming up, and uh, I look for Buford to win multiple state titles individually there, and uh, and also do well scoring on the team team title chase. 
So for people who may not really know, you got the duels, and so will they go back to like regular season wrestling and then the state championship, or how does that work? Yeah, it'll go into the it'll go into the uh, traditional uh, kind of the brackets to get to it. They'll go to region tournaments and try and qualify for the uh, for the state state tournament where they'll put you in a bracket and you're competing as an individual. You're scoring points for your team, but you're in an individual bracket uh, trying to win an individual state title for the upcoming tournament. So you're competing individually, but certainly trying to help your team win, especially when you have a team that's. Uh, like Buford is going to finish very high in the team standings. Absolutely. That's that's awesome and, and good for Buford. They've got a lot left to wrestle for because tough loss, but I, I think there's a lot there's a lot to look forward to. Will, as, as always, I love having you on talking and look forward to doing it again next week. Great. Thank you. Now we take a look at our Atlanta Gladiators. All right, hockey fans, the Atlanta Gladiators fell a little bit short on Wednesday night, falling in Greenville to the Swamp Rabbits 3-4 in a shootout overtime. The Glads are back in action on the road Sunday at the Orlando Solar Bears. Then they'll have the week off for a Saturday game at the Savannah Ghost Pirates before returning home for a two-game stand. We'll have more information on all those games and promotions that will be coming up during that stand. As always, head over to AtlantaGladiators.com to get tickets and to get all the latest knees on your glads. Brazelton recently announced that Sandy C. Wynell is the city's new public works director, succeeding Ken Robbins, who is retired. Wynell most recently served as the town's director of roads and stormwater, as well as serving as the town engineer. After earning a bachelor's degree at the University of South Florida, she worked as a construction inspector, contract administrator, and local government planner. She holds certification as a professional engineer, floodplain manager, and from the Georgia Soil and Water Conservation Commission. She's worked for the town twice, originally starting in 2018. And finally, Stan Hall, the CEO of the Gas South District, is here to talk about the upcoming Gas South District Speaker Series. My name is Stan Hall. I'm the CEO at Gas South District. Uh, Gas South District involves the oversight of the uh, Gas South Arena, the Gas South Convention Center, Gas South Theater, and organizationally, we also oversee Cool Ray Field, where the AAA affiliate of the Atlanta Braves play and the uh, PGA Tour event at Sugarloaf, the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. We oversee all of that and all that that involves from a personnel business perspective. So it sounds like if you're doing something fun in Gwinnett County, it's probably got your fingerprints on it. <laughs> I hope that's the case. I'm sure there's a lot of other fun things to do, but I think from a uh, percentage experience, I think we do control a lot of the events in Gwinnett County from uh, conventions to concerts to ball games and uh, you know family shows uh, you name it we sort of do it here for sure. So now how long have you been with Gas South? Uh, I've been here 12 years. Uh, I came here uh, in the beginning as the executive director of the sports commission. Later on became the COO of the overall organization and I've been the CEO now for uh, about two and a half years. Uh, in that role. So, so what, what did you do before coming to Gas South? I was, uh, I, I'm a lifetime Guanetian. Uh, so I was, I spent my career 
in the in law enforcement slash judicial fields, uh, I left the, the district attorney's office of Gwinnett County uh, really about two weeks before I came to work here. I took an early retirement. Uh, I was serving on the board of the the uh, I guess the par- parent uh, logo for everything we do is the Gwinnett Convention and Visitors Bureau. So I was on that board, and when I announced my retirement for the DA's office, a conversation ensued, and I came to work here uh, about eight days later, and I've been here ever since. (laughs) That sounds like a pretty, pretty great, pretty great start and and way to get in there. So today, what we're going to talk about is the Gas South District Speaker Series. Do you want to talk a little more on what that means? Yeah, I would love to. When you said the, you know, we sort of hold the ticket to anything that's involving fun and entertainment, but I I think one of the voids that we've had here, uh, and one that I wanted to try to correct as long as I've been here is trying to do something that was more, um, informative than it was entertaining. Uh, and the gas South speaker series was born based on that concept and that premise and, and we are actually approaching our second Gas South uh, District Speaker Series event in February. The first one, uh, which was in the fall of last year, uh, we had Ambassador Andrew Young as a keynote speaker. Uh, he came out and uh, really the, the purpose is to uh, bring people uh, of notoriety who have done great things in their life and share their stories with our community. And then the second part of that is to bring uh, topics more so than uh, personalities to our campus to talk about things that we think are timely, things that are important for the public to know. And that's, the, that, that's sort of the thought process behind the upcoming speaker series event called A Conversation on Crime. And we've compiled a panel of experts that includes uh, the FBI special agent in charge of Atlanta, the GBI director, the police chief here in Gwinnett County, our sheriff in Gwinnett County, and the chief superior court judge uh, of the Gwinnett Judicial Circuit. And uh, we're going to have a moderator uh, who's going to ask this panel uh, some, some specific and very pointed questions about their opinions on crime. Why are we seeing an increase on crime? What do they attribute that to? And they'll also talk about some uh, potential avenues for uh, bringing that number down. I think that uh, we owe that to our community as a leader here. And uh, I think we all know that every successful community is based on a safe community. And without that, the other parts of it just become sort of uh, uh, moot points. So we want to we want to take this topic head on with people who are knowledgeable people who are recognized as experts in that field uh, and then just have a very open conversation with our uh, attendees that day about crime in general. That's what our goal is for that day. Yeah, that sounds like a a fantastic opportunity for residents of Gwinnett County to get to come out and and speak with their leaders and have that open conversation. Mm -hmm. How did y'all decide that this year crime was going to be the topic? Well, uh, I, I suspect a lot of it had to do with where I spent about 28 years <laughs> uh, recognizing trends as they come and go, increases, decreases. Uh, I've been, I'm a numbers guy from the word go. So uh, even though I'm not involved in uh, in that 
career anymore. I'm still very much uh, interested and uh, attentive to that topic. And I think if there's somebody out there who doesn't think that crime is on the rise, is just not paying attention. Uh, so, uh, you know, we have a great police department in Gwinnett County, a great sheriff's department. We have the tools that uh, should keep us in a good spot relative to uh, keeping those crime rate numbers down. But we've also seen in Gwinnett those numbers trickle up a little bit uh, over the past three or four years. Uh, I certainly don't think that's an issue that's um, applicable to only Gwinnett County. I, I think it's everywhere. Uh, uh, so um, I think it's just important that we talk about it, uh, look for some, as I said, some some ways that we might be able to bring those numbers back down uh, through public participation, through public information, in conjunction with our law enforcement agencies, and just see what we can do to keep Gwinnett the community we want it to always be. Absolutely. That makes perfect sense. So if someone is planning to attend that day, what is the whole event going to kind of look like? What? Well, it's a, it's a typical, you know, we, we're very much a chamber of commerce-ish in these events and that it's a luncheon event. Uh, the, I wish the tickets were free, but they're not. Uh, you know, we have to pay the bills to put the event on. Uh, but you can actually go to the gassouthdistrict.com website. And there is a tab there for the speaker series events, and you can literally just buy a ticket online, uh, download it to your phone or whatever device you may have. And, uh, you know, for Andrew Young, when he was here, we probably had over 500 people for that event. Uh, I expect another big crowd for this one based, again, on the topic and the panel that we've put together. So, you know, if somebody's looking for uh, even, even, uh, a lot of businesses participate in these luncheons uh, by buying a table, inviting their customers, their staff, what what have you. But anybody who wants to come is certainly welcome to come and can buy an individual ticket uh, to the event. So the easiest way to go is just to go to GasSouthDistrict.com and follow the uh, follow the instructions toward the Gas South District Speaker Series, and, and it'll show you how to get the tickets for that. Okay, and so will the event kind of start out with a pres presentation and then kind of open into questions, or how will that look? Well, it will. Uh, what we'll probably, I, I usually introduce the, the session. Uh, obviously, people who are coming know by then what it's about. Uh, we, we have to really depend on sponsors for these type of events. They aren't cheap to put on, for sure. Uh, so we recognize our sponsors. Uh, we try to recognize uh, our public officials who are also in attendance. Uh, then we'll, the, the lunch will be served, which is a very um, uh, upscale catered luncheon event. Uh, and then once lunch is over with, we'll come back up, introduce our, our guest speakers, in this case a panel, introduce our moderator, and she will begin the program at that point by uh, you know broaching the topic of whatever we're talking about and allowing each person there to make comments on it. And and I do think we are going to have some time at the end of it to, uh, for public who are in attendance to submit questions that they're curious about what this panel might think of. Yeah, that sounds, I mean, that sounds like a really great opportunity. So, you know, what are you kind of hoping that people who come can kind of walk away, you know, take from this, this uh, speech, mm -hmm. the panel? 
Well, I, you know, again, with the with the basic uh, premise of the speaker series, that being uh, sharing uh, some really fantastic stories with people who have made such a difference in all of our lives through what they've done, with with uh, Ambassador Young being an example, and uh, and we've got a couple more this year that are going to be personality driven rather than topic that are going to really, uh, I think, surprise some people that. Um, they can come right out here to Sugarloaf and see somebody they've heard about all their life. Uh, but but in this particular uh, session, what I hope people will understand and what I hope people will take away from it is that as a uh, a community leader, as a community facility, that, that we not only, as I said, want to entertain them, but we want to inform them and educate them about things that, that we all need to be concerned with. And in this case, the the, the topic of crime. Uh, and, and again, based on the comments that are offered by our panel, I'm hoping that they will take some of those suggestions back to their homes, back to their businesses, and put those things in play and uh, do our part as well as far as trying to keep the crime rate down, crime prevention, et cetera. Uh, as someone who was in that field for a long, long time, I think there is a misconception that uh, it's the responsibility of our law enforcement to control crime. But there's certainly a major, major part of it, but uh, we as citizens play just as an important role as they do in doing the preventive aspects that, that I hope they'll leave there with that that thought on their minds that day. Yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. And as someone who has, has kind of been around the, the criminal justice field myself, um, it, it, it's, it, it, people, a lot of people don't realize that it's not just, you know, the policemen and the, and the people in, in charge and the people who work in law enforcement, but there's little things we all can do as a community to make our community safer. And, and I think that's a great opportunity for, for people to come together and learn and, you know, be able to walk away with something that they can do to make their home and their family a little bit more safer at night. Well, that, and that is true. And, uh, you know, I think that it behooves us and I think it's our responsibility as the caretakers of all of the facilities we have on our campus you know, we, we have such amazing public assembly uh, buildings on our campus. And, and to not offer uh, these topics, uh, again, rather than things that are just fun and entertaining sometimes, but for us not to offer, uh, uh, you know, contrasting views on things that are a little bit more serious, you know, maybe than a concert, but things that are very important to all of us. I, I think that is part of our responsibility as Gas South District. And, uh, and, and I really am excited about this whole speaker series concept and look forward to watching it grow and grow as the, you know, as the sessions pass. You mentioned earlier that there also in the future will be some other speakers coming that, that people may be excited about. Have any of those been announced yet or are we just waiting and seeing right now? We're waiting, but I'll tell you, uh, I don't know about you, Matt, but I'm also a, uh, I am a big reader. Uh, I enjoy reading about leadership. I enjoy about reading about people who have uh, done things in their life that probably even surprises them, you know, at some point to look back and see all the things that they've done. Uh, but I enjoy hearing from people like that who are uh, so considerate uh, and giving to share their story. Uh, and, and I do think, I think I've been very fortunate in my career uh, but I will tell you a lot of the success that I've enjoyed and I've achieved, uh, at this point in my life has come from hearing someone 
talk about what they've done and what their you know what their motivation was and learning their leadership skills and and you know learning their just journeys uh uh through through their lives and so much of that has rubbed off on me uh and, and it can be math from people that uh you know that you wouldn't even expect for someone in my position uh i've heard people say things that absolutely you know just hit me head on and i've taken that philosophy bits and pieces from these different people to I think to adapt my own leadership style, uh, but but that's what I want to share with everybody. I want to I want to give everybody uh, exposure to people who have done great things and and had great lives and and try to share their story and, and you know and see see what motivation uh, comes from those people who hear for them for the first time as well. That is awesome. I really love that. What is the best way for us to kind of keep up to date on who all is going to be coming? Uh, where can we find announcements about this so, so we don't miss any of these? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, the the one thing that I probably am that I don't have any training in at all is a cheerleader. So <laughs> if I was a cheerleader, I'd be the, the most unattractive cheerleader on the court. But when these things come up, Matt, we do a great job, I believe, in promoting our events. Uh, based on things such as the conversation you and I are having today, uh, I want everyone in this area to know about our speaker series events. Uh, we use, of course, the media, uh, as, as we've done with uh, past events. Uh, and before this event happens in February, uh, we'll certainly do something in the local media to promote this event as well for people who may have not heard about it on social media or who may not be regular visitors to our website with Gas South District. Uh, but but there's a lot of ways that that they can find out about it. But I hope that I hope I hadn't missed anybody <laughs> as far as letting them know about it. But uh, but but that's typically the way we do it through so just a series of uh, marketing promotions and uh, informational uh, releases to get that story out. The only thing I would say, Matt, as a little bit of a, a mini commercial, if you don't mind, about Gas South District is for some for people who may hear this conversation today. If you haven't been to Sugarloaf to our campus uh, recently, you really owe it to yourself to come out and see what we've done. Uh, we've been, we're in the tail end now of a huge uh, expansion and renovation project to our buildings. Uh, I, I think we will have a, a campus that's really second to none, not only in our area, but in this region of our country, uh, that we can really do about anything that you would want to as far as public gatherings are concerned, anywhere from 100 people up to 15,000 people. Uh, so it's a really spectacular opportunity uh, for us to have in this area. And uh, just encourage people to come out and see it uh, when they see something that's taking place here. Ride around and take a look at the whole campus, and I think you'll be surprised if you haven't been out here in a while. It's hockey time in the A. The Atlanta Gladiators return to Gas South Arena for another season of huge hits. Incredible goals. Lands down for Oliver. Oliver shoots and rebound loose. They score! And wild celebrations. Head over to AtlantaGladiators.com to get your tickets today as we celebrate 20 years of Atlanta Gladiators hockey. The Atlanta Gladiators, Atlanta's hockey team. Again, Kylie gets it back. Nearside Vitelli. He shoots and scores! 
Gwinnett County Public Schools is looking for bus drivers. The Gwinnett County Public Schools transportation team transports over 133,000 students to school every day. GCPS also offers world-class training for drivers. You'll get commercial driver's license training from a team of professionals, all while receiving full pay and benefits. Earn up to $2,703 an hour and make the difference in the lives of students. To apply today, visit gcpsjobs.org slash drivers. From the water that flows from your tap to the roads you drive on on your way to work, Gwinnett County government provides high-quality services to residents every day. Our residents, businesses, schools, local governments, and nonprofits have a long tradition of working together to make Gwinnett the best place to live, work, play, and raise a family. Together, we'll ensure that Gwinnett is a place where everyone thrives. Learn more about county services at GwinnettCounty.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GwinnettGov. Thanks again for listening to today's Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. You can add us to your Alexa Flash Briefing and Google Home Briefing, and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. Darren Sutherland, Executive Producer. Doug Harding, Creative Director. Jacob Sutherland, Director. Producers Jason Gentarola and Matt Golden. And Jin Rei Zhang, Video Producer. All rights reserved. <laughs>